0: What's up, y'all? It's Christy.
1: I'm Courtney, and I'm Rashauna, and we are the, the 1000 Club. Get get <laughs> We're getting yeah, better. And, um, you know, yeah, that. Mm, mm. We're but you know We're what? We're gonna record it. We're gonna have a full intro. With
2: 2021,
1: are we are
0: gonna be bigger and better.
1: Yes. <laughs> amen. amen. Uh, amen amen so for those of you all watching we see that we have some special guests with us for those of you all listening you cannot see but we have three lovely ladies we're doing a whole like shondaland mashup (laughs) mix up uh, (laughs) this episode and we have some beautiful guests we have christina and shakisha from the mary and martha podcast hey resident therapist yes Erica St. Bernard. <laughs> Hello. Hey, lady. Hi, ma'am. Hi, hey. ma'am. Yes. Do
3: y'all want to introduce yourselves or say anything? They know who we are. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'll start it off. So my name is Christina. I am the Mary of the Mary Martha podcast. Oh, please. Um.
1: Please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice to
3: meet you. Start um, a little high. <laughs> we uh, are... F- was she looking at me like like she's about to fight me? We've been friends mm-hmm. since 2010. Um, we met at the courthouse, not because she was a defendant and I was the prosecutor because we were both. We both were law clerks for judges and um, we met, we both, we started, well, actually, we started on the board of the Women's Bar Association together. Um, I was president, and then I passed the ranks to her, and she was president, and then we started a nonprofit, and we've been like serving for a long time. Um, then we decided to start a podcast together, and we have been doing the Mary and Martha podcast for almost two years now.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, Yay. it's been a long time.
5: My name is Keisha and I am sick of talking. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Two years is a lot of podcasts. That's just all Mm -hmm. I got to say. It's a lot of podcasts, but we're happy to be here and we're happy to represent what we call, I mean, now y'all are, y'all are in the blackest Christianist corner with us, but we kind (laughs) of think of ourselves as the blackest Christianist corner of the little podcast world because, you know, there's not really, you might see black, you might see Christian, but it's not too often you see Black and Christian. And so we're happy to kind of just sit in that space in the fullness of our womanhood, our Black womanhood, our Christianity, um, our love for God, our love for his people, Mm -hmm. love for each other and love for Black women in particular. Shout out to us. Shout out to the home team.
2: I love it. I love it. I am Erica St. Bernard, licensed clinical marriage and family therapist in Bowie, Maryland, now practicing virtually throughout the state of Maryland because that's where I'm mm. licensed. And mm, so, super excited job. to, yes, thank you. Also, to be a new author, I published my first book Ooh, in 2020. Come on. Okay. Yes. So the book is yeah, called We Over said, Me. Oh yes. Where is the book? Hold on. I gotta get it out the box. Hold tight. Oh
3: wait. I got. Wait. I got one. I got one. Hold on. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. Yeah. Okay. One. Good. Well, oh, I'm about to have to get a book.
1: Oh, We Over Me. It's in my Amazon cart right now.
2: Yes. Yes. yeah yes. get click. it. Out to, yes. You ahead to click purchase. Go on and push the button. I'm about to it up right I'm now.
0: Yes.
5: Yes. Go on and
2: push the button. Actually, the button.
5: it's not just for married couples. We talked about that on one of our
2: episodes. It's very good. Yeah, so so my practice is um, primarily for couples and women of color, particularly. I have an affinity for them as do Shakesha and Christina, and so always excited about an opportunity to share safe and sacred space, create that with women, to help us be well, live well, and love well. That's the whole purpose and push behind your life's well, which is my practice. I'm happy to be
1: here. Yes, we're happy to have you. Come on, author. Yes, Yes. author Yes, 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 and um, I saw that it, now. Uh, your profile says you are a celebrity therapist. a scene on Real Housewives. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, Ooh. season, okay. five, the season, season five.
2: Celebrity,
4: okay, okay, of the five okay. in the finale.
0: We are in the presence season, of a celebrity. Come on, come
4: <laughs> so on. Every
1: every radio station today was talking about the finale, and so I said, or the the reunion part one. So I said, oh, mm-hmm. I clearly need to watch this season because. Things must have
2: heated up. <laughs> oh, yeah, did not I watch the that. reunion, but I did watch the the finale, and so yeah, it was interesting. The previews that I saw of the finale, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting."
5: I'm excited yeah. for it to finally come to YouTube because I don't have cable, so you know. Whenever... You know,
4: okay. Let me tell you, I watch all my shows through Instagram, <laughs> my and mother. she knows
1: everything, and she knows everything that happened on the
4: show. <laughs> yeah, because I don't do the cable
5: thing,
1: but <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, so um, you all can catch us every other Thursday on YouTube and everywhere you stream podcasts. And just like good girlfriends and girl talk, we always like to start with uh, a check-in. We kind of introduced ourselves, but is there anything anyone wants to update us on that has happened in the past couple of weeks? Christy, maybe? Yes,
0: well, I'm a year older, praise God. Yes, birthday. thank you. Thank you. Related. Yes, a year older on December 4th. Um, and yeah. I had some special guests in town. Yes. Yes. The 1000 Club always, oh, I'm always lit. Came lit and stay lit. Thank, thank you. For yes. <laughs> thank you
1: for
0: saying Yes. So yeah, we uh took over Chicago. They came to the shy and we um, went to Millennium Park. We saw the Christmas tree. We went to one of the sites of uh, what's that show y'all watch?
1: I oh, watched oh, Le- Pab- Le- Lovecraft Pab- Country. <laughs> <Okay. World>. Oh,
4: <laughs> oh,
1: nice. Did y'all watch Lovecraft? Yeah. I haven't finished yes, yet. So but- I went to the Marshall Field. Like I saw, I was I went uh-huh. inside and everything oh. it
4: was
3: so nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I gives into it. it gives me nightmares. It gives me nightmares. Yeah,
4: everything did, it
1: did.
3: Then I was, then I was. Without giving away any spoilers, did you see the, the Jigabobo episode?
1: I like that episode. I still have nightmares
0: <laughs> that them <laughs> girls don't <laughs> come after to me like. <laughs> oh, see, you yeah, know, I can't watch yeah, it. Yeah, yes, uh, they were getting it in. They were getting it in. I can't watch it.
5: I'm scary.
0: So <laughs> yeah, that if they kinds already- of scary, I yeah. can't That's me. I was already like, yeah, no, I can't do this one. But- Fair enough. We uh we did that we went to chicago PD station for Courtney and she took our pictures because she's a fan of that and then we went to Michael Jackson's home in Gary.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: yes, that was Rashana's request. So we did a lot. We did a lot. We, a lot.
4: we, we were safe. What?
0: We went to because I'm a Janet Jackson fan.
4: Oh, okay. I just wanted to add that. Yeah. okay.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we were safe because, you know, we still in this pandemic. So we wore masks and everything, but we were still on 1,000 in the shy, So we did that. And we also had our first giveaway. We did. Yes. It was three days of Litmus. And we had uh, three winners, one for each day. Shout out to Christina, Kia, Angelina. And we um, had many great prizes. I will let Courtney and Rashada go into them. But I gave away some money because I like me some cash. So I gave away $50 cash on my day. And um, shout out to Edissa Handcrafted, which is my cousin, Candace. She gave a pair of earrings from her line of jewelry. So shout out to Christina. She won on my day. So that's
4: that's that's my update yeah in my box
1: there was um a flask that says the 1000 club because i mean you just never know you know when 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 you need when you need something (laughs) um (laughs) and seeing as we didn't have homecoming this year you know hopefully it will come in handy fingers crossed for next year um also a oh before I talk, before I say, I want to definitely thank Imani. I don't know if she yeah, says her whole name, Imani Taylor of um, Imani Taylor Designs. I definitely just named her business that. It's uh, at, at like a bag of money, if you're Yes, right. at like a bag of money with a Y. Like with a Y, though. Like the um, song, you know, Rick Ross. Oh, like <laughs> a bag of money. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I had not put that in <laughs> But yeah, she uh, really made this really cute litmus box and decorated it and added the monograms to the flask. And I appreciate that. And then I had a craft by Clarice, which is uh, my big sister, uh, my DP, Clarissa. And uh, where's she from? She's in, Cal- uh, she's in California, but she's from Chicago. And she has an Etsy page, which is dope. And of course the shirt said chocolate, you know, get it? Chocolate, we're lit, lit miss. That's cute. That's cute. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And finally, one of the greatest things I love to give people, is well, I don't actually love to give people, it's really what I like to receive is jewelry. (laughs) And so we gave away some earrings from The Righteous Tone, which is a uh, copper-based, um jewelry manufacturer. They make all handcrafted copper jewelry and it. it's really dope. Um, of course, by some more of my sorority sisters, my little sisters actually. So you always have to support them. And if you watch the first episode, they were there on our VIP episode our VIP premiere. And so congrats, Jelena. Um, I'm really excited. I almost took the earrings and the shirt, but it's okay.
0: Jelena was actually on our first episode too.
1: She was. Yes, yeah, she was, yes, yes, but there was no bias, I just want to say that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, what was in my box? I gave away a wine glass that said um, the 1000 Club and a bottle of uh, Black Girl Magic wine, um, the Midbride oh. Sisters wine, I love that. I can't get it in Jersey, okay. so I got to drive over the bridge to Brooklyn to get it, but it's very worth you it.
0: You don't just order it online?
4: They, they ship now, well, they don't ship to Jersey, like they wasn't shipping oh, to Jersey, okay. so I had to go over the bridge, but now Happy Cork Brooklyn, shout out to the Black-owned um, liquor store in Brooklyn, Happy Cork Brooklyn, they ship to Jersey, so I get my alcohol from them. Um, so I put that in the box, I also put um, some of these bracelets that I wear, um, the crystal bracelets that were in the box, and a kit of self-care cards by Golden Light, this year has been self-care for me, so... That was big on my list it's a package of cards for 30 days you get to do like a self-care a day a journal prompt um different things so that was in i think that was all that was in my box yeah i found the black girl
1: magic wine here Hmm? i found the black girl magic wine here and um at the clinton the uh, a store if you live in maryland i found it at the uh, Clinton liquor store in clinton maryland yeah. and they had all of the flavors I was really happy to see that it was.
4: There. yes I sent a Riesling that's my favorite one I like a Riesling mm-hmm. but they have Chardonnay they have um, a, a rose. Red one. Huh?
1: is it a Rose
4: they have a Rose and then they have oh the cans but on the cans it's like she can cans so there's like three mm-hmm. different cans so shout out to them
1: so what is y'all giving away for Christmas in terms of like your family or right. what does Christmas look like for you all what are you all hoping to receive i'm a
5: mom so i'm giving away my sleep oh.
2: mm. <laughs> that's what i'm hoping to receive <laughs> want, that's what i want that's, put that on my all list all i want
5: uh, for christmas is uh, uh eight straight hours
3: oh. uninterrupted mm-hmm. when nobody yeah nobody nobody because i feel like you don't sleep like you used to sleep when I mean, you you a mother like, i gotta wake up every two seconds you still breathing mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I heard a noise. Was that the baby moving?
3: Oh. oh my gosh. Are you talking in your sleep again? Oh yeah, you are. And he'd be like, yes, mm-hmm. I was telling you to get up. <laughs>
2: yeah. Y'all better yeah. than
5: me. I tapped Joseph and I rolled back over.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that works too. That works too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that definitely mm-hmm. works. And even when they get older, it works. My daughter's six and um, her dad's like, can I do anything today? I said, yes, um, get her up and ready. And I went back to sleep for another like hour and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. man. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes when help wants to help let help help i mean don't get don't get in help's way Amen. That's right. Yes. yeah than that though
5: i i i you know i i think that because with the pandemic and everything like going on we're not really doing gifts this year um we're just grateful to be alive and safe mm-hmm. and negative mm-hmm. um that's mm-hmm. that's that's the gift in and of itself but sure. we are yeah. um we did you know send family and friends like who asked to get stuff for my daughter because it's her first christmas i'm like well this is a family of nerds so you can get her educational toys <laughs> that she can play and learn with that's what she can do don't get her no clothes because my sister and my mother-in-law give her clothes every week i don't know where I'm- she doesn't go anywhere but anyway that's near the right there. um but yeah that's it just getting toys for the baby and we might do like a stocking full of stuff but other than that I'm just glad to have some time off. I took the entire last week of December off and I'm just glad to sit still and do house projects. I mm. I won't be working. I
3: won't be working. Sit still and work in my house. Oh no, I want presents this year. I told Jason, we're doing presents this year. He was like, we are, yes. Well, that's yes.
5: because your love language is gifts.
3: No, it's, it's not. We team. never do gifts. We never do gifts. So this year I you said- Huh? Yes, we usually do trips, trips. but clearly there have been no trips, none. So this year we're doing gifts. So I told him, like Xavier, I got you a present. I expect Xavier to get me a present. I expect you to get me a present because I'm getting you a present. He was like, okay, cool, gotcha. So I found out what he's getting me, and I like it. So I have to get him something (laughs) that I like too.
5: Okay.
3: (laughs) He was like, did you go through my phone? Like, no. I actually I didn't. Your YouTube told me what you were getting me. Oh.
5: See, this, I, phones, phones. The
2: phones, would tell. with I have you know, a good old finger hook. Look, you circle your stuff. You want it? Yeah, mm-hmm. never mind. I'm telling how old I am. Okay. All right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh, these phones are integrated. <laughs> okay.
5: You say one thing and then you get
2: to add yes. Oh, yes. On every platform. On every platform. Like, wait. Mm-hmm i didn't even i didn't even know i was thinking about that when did i mention that exactly
4: <laughs> i didn't even put that in my car i just like searched the word and just pop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah, i'm definitely the um the person the the correct target for that because i think about it or i say and i forget and i see and i'm like oh it's a sign i have to buy it um <laughs> uh, like that's me i i am i have been the person that you see talk when they talk on the news about people that are like just impulsive buying um, during the pandemic that that's me. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping in the new year that I get that under control. Praying for you,
5: praying
1: for you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Actually, that is the title of <laughs> today's episode, which is pray for me, sis. Um, and we, <laughs> we did a lot of prayer. Um, and we definitely wanna to talk today just about the importance of prayer in friendship, in sisterhood. Uh, and so that's why we have these lovely guests. And um, we're really excited to have you all to join us in this conversation. As I said before, we are like free flowing because we're actually friends in real life. And as we know, you all are friends in real life. So <laughs> this should this should be really good. And to start, I actually wanted to go back to a question that was asked to you, Christine, about your love language, which is, Yes. It is, it is not.
3: Keisha yeah. yeah. made that up. Okay.
1: <laughs> I was sorry. I was just trolling her. I was just trolling her. Sorry. Um
3: <laughs> she was. Her. At one point it was physical touch, but now it's words of affirmation.
1: Okay, okay, okay. And what about you, Erica? All day long is quality time. Okay, okay. Shakisha?
5: The so mine is uh quality time and acts of service. I'm the And I have to have both. Me too. One or
1: the other. It's so simple. We
2: actually need all five. Let's be really clear. Yes.
5: (laughs) Yes.
0: There are some that we
2: have a higher preference for, but Mm
0: -hmm. you would
2: not be okay if you never got words of affirmation Mm -hmm. or if you never got Mm -hmm. physical touch or if you never got, I mean, again, on a given day, you might not need all of them, but for the totality of your existence it is more that the five love languages speak to a part of us or a portion or a segment or some way we show up in relationships. So yes, we do have priority love languages. Quality time is, is my first one for sure. And then probably, probably words of affirmation. Um, but yeah, and then keep in mind too, like you're talking about being moms and that whole evolution, your love languages change because mm-hmm. you need different things in different seasons of your life. When you're a new mom, you are touched out. And so as much as physical touch is your love language, get you like bruh, me. Could you back Like <laughs> why, why you are you and the so baby, hostile? get off of move me. Move <laughs> over. All of y'all, everybody move over. So yes, just be mindful that they they can change. Don't feel like something's wrong with you because your love language changed. Oh. Okay, I'm back. Thanks. Mm-hmm. We talk no, a lot about Yeah, it
1: was know, good. I did not know. I, I, I mean, I guess, yes, you know that you need all of them, but taking the quiz makes you feel like, no, this is how mm-hmm. I need, to, I don't need gifts, but I do like gifts. You know what I mean? Like, I do appreciate them, but I don't need, you know, so that I'm, I'm happy for the clarification. What about you, Courtney or Christy? Y'all are like this on my screen. What? <laughs>
0: my number one I would say is quality time and then number two is receiving
4: gifts mm. Mm. I would what say you- <laughs> my number one is quality time and physical touch I feel like they like go hand in hand those two together mm. oh girl
5: you can quality time with me and not touch me
4: okay no one yes okay <laughs> Bye, you thank you
1: we were just having that conversation about like me. I'm the type of person where I can really enjoy like silence and spending, and I still feel like I'm having quality time with you. Like we can be in the same room, you're watching TV, I'm reading a book, or we're both watching the same show in silence and I'm perfect. I'm like, this is great.
5: Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I used to be that way. I used to be that way until you have so little time that mm-hmm. if the time we spend together, we're not talking, uh, uh, let's just fight you know so that's just mm. that's one of those evolutions yeah. that I discovered it's just right shout out to my therapist who has <laughs> helped me to who is not
2: me it. let's clarify yes. that I am not your I just Air want to make sure you got boundaries out here friend. yes <laughs> okay no Eric is sure. my
5: friend but shout out mm-hmm. to my therapist who was just like uh-huh so why don't you tell him yeah what you need and I was mm-hmm. like sitting watching a movie together is not it That was it three years ago when we had no baby. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) So in terms of our love languages, do you all feel like you love your friends in the same language? Because I was laughing when Christy said gifts because Christy always gives gifts. Um, And I was surprised Courtney didn't say gifts because Courtney is also a gift giver. And it bugs me because I'm not a gift giver. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, now I gotta go get gifts. And I'm like, here's a gift card, you know, like, just do it. I want you to get whatever you love. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you find that you love your friends and in your love language?
3: I would say I do. Um, I think most of my friends would say I'm that person where if you have an idea or if you are going into a new venture, I'm going to hype you up or at least talk you through it. Um, So that words of affirmation comes out for me also in my friendships for the most part. If I think your idea, I'm gonna be like, you may wanna rethink that a little bit, but you know, we are gonna work out how to get you where you need to be. But I think I do that in my friendships.
5: I would agree that you do do that, Christina. That, I think that's you, very Christina. good for you. I would say I would say it is similar because I feel like quality time is important. and And I would even say primarily important, but again, like the emphasis on quality rather than the <laughs> emphasis on time. Because just the time is so limited with current life circumstances. But I feel like when I do connect with a friend, um, that it, it feels like we started right where we stopped. And so it feels very quality. So yesterday I called my sister, Erica, and I was like, Ooh, girl, I haven't seen your face in a bit. So I'm getting a pedicure while i And I call Erica like, hey boo, what's going on? And we talk and it wasn't like a, well, wow, the weather is da-da-da kind of thing. Right. But it was like a quality conversation. And yeah. when we ended it, I felt like I had had a friend deposit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so while, while Erica and I may not have talked on FaceTime, because I mean, before this pandemic hit, mm-hmm. me and Erica saw each other every Sunday. So it yeah. wasn't like, we didn't necessarily have to make as much time. Right. But now with what's mm-hmm. going on, I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to Erica in a little bit. Let me call her mm-hmm. just because I thought of her. And then the conversation is quality. So I would say say probably
1: the same. I have had to be so much more intentional during COVID because you do take for granted the friendships that you make with people you work with, people you do every Friday happy hour, you know, like just those routine get togethers and you don't have those. It's like, and my love language is acts of service followed by quality time. So I always say like, I'm not the person that's going to like give you a gift, but I'm the person that wants to throw you a birthday party. Um be like that is that is me. And so trying to figure out what that looks like when you know you're not there for someone, it's it's been it's been different. Um, but yes, I've definitely I'm always like, oh, I haven't seen someone. So I need to call them because I don't see them. Um yeah.
4: I don't know if I feel like my I feel like gifts maybe replace one of them for me. I give my friends gifts Mm -hmm. all the time. Like that's my thing um, but I don't necessarily feel like I have to receive gifts um, but I am I will say quality time um, like he should quality time like the quality and the time like it's more emphasis on the quality than the time um, but I will like I am also the friend like if you call and be like I want to see you I'll drive or I'll fly to come see you because I'm like all right let's do it <laughs> <We> here.
0: <laughs> I'm here I don't really expect gifts from my friends I give them because You know, I think of them and I'm like, oh, such and such, but like this. Or if it's your birthday, I try to give some type of thoughtful gift. But I don't really expect gifts from my friend, but now my husband. It's not so much that, you know, like on those special days, I'm like, let me not say that I expect a gift.
4: Just say
0: it. Just say (laughs) it. I mean, I do. I would be more more upset if he didn't get me a card because I think it's it's really more so about the thoughtfulness of it. So I mean, yes, I do expect a gift. I'm not really expecting a Christmas gift because he did good with the birthday and my birthday and Christmas is close. But um, I don't really expect that from my friends. But with quality time, similar to what Courtney and Keisha said, pandemic has been really hard for me because quality time is important for me. And I like to spend time with people in person, not mm-hmm. on the phone. So the, this virtual setup is really difficult for me. Like I'm, I'm not really filling the virtual parties and the Zoom calls and all of that. That's just not what I need. I need to actually see my friends. So mm-hmm. it's been really difficult because most of my friends are in the DC area. And so when I travel to see, when I travel to go back to the area, I'm staying with my parents. So I'm not like out and about. And so it's been difficult not getting up with them just like catching up with each other it's just not the same with me on the phone or facetime
1: yeah because yeah, christy will decline a facetime
4: yeah <laughs>
2: know your friends no. I'm
4: trying. Yeah, exactly know your friends <laughs> you gotta know Christy's not gonna FaceTime you but Rashana will sit on the phone with you for four hours like you gotta know. well
1: and I'll FaceTime you and I'll fa- we don't have to even be talking like that that's like I said the quality for me like it's like it. I also live by myself so like not going into the office with people is just like I just, it's, sometimes, it's just the noise really of just like, it's like, oh, there's someone in the next cubicle, you know, for me, even if we're not talking, it's just like, occasionally, I just don't, I feel better about not talking to myself.
4: <laughs> I think oh, that's oh my God. God. <laughs> I think for me,
2: the question of love language, I do think I'm very much a quality time person and I'm very much a words of affirmation. So it is nothing for me to think of a friend. And if I don't call them directly to text a little, you're on my mind, I'm thinking of you and to say a little something or um, speaking of prayer for the topic today to say, hey, thinking of you, you crossed my mind, hope you're well, and I'm praying for you. And to really in that moment, stop and pray. Because I know a lot of Christians say I'm praying for you. And they they not they they said that and that was their prayer maybe because they didn't really actually pray. So yeah, that part where if I say it, I'm doing it like literally because what happened was wow a long time ago, I told somebody I would pray for them and I d- didn't like I didn't intentionally not pray for them, but I forgot right. to pray for them, and then they started like, "Thank you for praying." I was like, "Oh Jesus, I forgot," and I felt bad that they thought I prayed for them because I told them that I right. would, and so then I just made it a point, whenever I said I was going to pray, to stop in the moment if I'm driving, like wherever I am, when that text comes through, or that phone call comes through, I stop in the moment and I pray because I realized somebody could be not depending on my prayer, but in some way depending on my prayer. Not yeah. that their yeah. you know life and death would depend on my prayer, and that kind of drastic way but they're expecting that I pray for them so I want to be a woman of my word if I say I'm going to pray for you then I do it in that moment, yeah.
1: I, was moment that I was that person like especially on Facebook People like oh I need prayer pray for me pray for my mom I'd like it or be like I'm <laughs> and that would be it and so this year specifically I was I don't even comment anymore or like I just pray like and, and I just keep it moving because if I don't do it that way I'm just gonna like it you know write prayers to you and that's it Mm
4: -hmm. yeah
1: and I found that that it also just is like wow you know that does only take a second Mm
4: -hmm. yeah
1: it doesn't take so where does prayer fit in friendship or how 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 do you fit it into friendship
4: let, let me, um, I'm gonna jump in and be vulnerable for a minute, if that's okay. okay. <laughs> I never had friends who prayed for me until I met Christian and I never knew what that was. Like you have family members who pray for you or whatever, but I never knew the value of having friends pray for you until I met them. And I never knew the value of me praying for my friends until I met them. So that was like, when was that? Like eight years ago? Has it been that long? Like eight years ago? um that was the first time when I met them that I was like oh you should actually pray for your friends you should have friends who pray for you in your well-being and the things that you want and be there for you and all of those things I never really understood the value in that so for me I feel like now that I have that in this friendship the other it's not that the other friendships are not as good or balanced or whatever it's just that I expect that in my friendships that with people I call my close friends or like my girlfriends or my tribe, I expect Mm -hmm. them to be that for me as I will be for them.
5: It adds another dimension, right? Mm -hmm. It's like another um, source of depth for like the the richness of a friendship. Do you remember when was the first time that you realized that friends praying for you was valuable to you?
4: Like, do you Um, remember what it was? I remember we were in D.C. and you know what I think it was? I think it was the night we all went for New Year's and we went to church mm-hmm. and we all prayed together. And that was like the first time that like I held hands with my friends and actually prayed. And I was like, oh, wow, this is important. Because I, I felt like the next year was like a good year for me. I felt balanced. I felt like fulfilled. And I attribute that to that moment.
1: You talk Mm. about that New Year's Eve a lot. You really enjoyed that.
4: I did, I did. I I don't know if I remember it. (laughs) Yeah, like you
1: talk about your favorite New Year's or something, you always talk about that. That was a good year. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I think for me, it's important um, for a friendship to pray for your friends because a lot of times as friends will come to each other and like dump, like dump what's been going on with our days, with our relationships, with our other friendships, with our families and A lot of times as friends, we want to help fix the problems for our friends. Mm
4: -hmm. And I
3: think for me, it's the realization that I can't fix what's going on in my friend's life, but I know who can. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big journaler. So um, I write in my journal all the time. And a lot of times I'll pray specifically, I'll put people's names in my journal and if I know specifically what to pray for them about, I'll write that in my journal too. And it's amazing when I see um, the turn in their life or whatever I'm praying for them for. Sometimes I'll say, hey, here's a screenshot from six months ago. Look, on this day, I prayed for you about this issue that you are um, have been delivered from now. And, and I have not been in a situation where the friend hasn't been like, oh my God, like, not like what Erica said, it's not that my prayers made the difference, but I think it made a difference because the Bible says the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And if we are going to be the Christians that we say we are, um, we need to be praying about everything and everybody and not trying to be, I got fix my life it's for everybody, but really going to the one who can do that on behalf of our friends.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's it.
3: <laughs> I feel that because I feel like
0: oftentimes when I talk to my friends about certain situations, I feel like I'm always saying, oh, I'm going to pray for you. And I feel like sometimes it sounds cliche, but prayer really works. Like the power of prayer is like none other. And I think over this past year and a half, especially because of all the transitions that I've gone through in my life and just in talking to my friends and, Knowing that they're praying for me and the prayers of others, of my parents, of my family. Like, I could, I know it's because of my prayers. I know it's because of the prayers of my friends and of my family that it brought me through all of this. And it's just, it really is a blessing to be able to look back and say, like, this is where I once was. But through prayer, like this is where God has brought me. And it's a blessing to be able to look at my friends' lives and see where they came from and then where they are today. So sometimes, like I said, I really think it does sound cliche, like I'm going to pray for you. But prayer works. It truly does change things. And I think we all have our own testimonies as to how it can change things.
1: Yeah, I actually don't know friendship without prayer. Um, like my very first friends growing up, we all went to church together. I was um, I was that kid, like daycare was a woman that went to our church, her grandkids. We all were in church on Friday night for dance rehearsals, Saturday for choir, usher practice, Sunday for church, Sunday afternoon, you know the revival dinners, like to vacation Bible school, and those are still my friends today. And then when I went to college, I joined the Christian sisterhood immediately, you know. Um, and so those were my friends until they excommunicated me when I became a Zeta, um, and then. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an interesting time. That sounds like uh, another episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, um, they didn't believe in sororities because they felt that I was now exalting. I was putting these Greek letters above God, which was not the case, but that is what they felt. And so I was no longer upholding the Christian sisterhood principle. So they um stopped talking to me and um, and but, that's
3: not upholding the christians it's her personal right. should be Amen. very oh, clear Hello. Hello. thank you are you christian right. sorry no judgment cuz i you know god can judge you not me but at the same time
1: yeah, yeah yeah but then i got sorority sisters who you know um who we all pray we all went to church together every sunday had dinner and then when i moved to dc my friends here, we all became a really good group because we all went to Reed Temple together. So it's just like, I really don't know friendship.
3: <laughs> Did y'all know y'all went to Reed Temple together?
1: No, until I just saw this. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, even though now I'm like, I am i haven't really been to Reed Temple virtually. I'm, I've been attending New Life.
3: <laughs> uh, so, yes, we love right, it from right. yeah. Because...
1: <laughs>
5: Reverend
1: Fombi is everything. Can I just give a side mm-hmm. pause? And Reverend like, Omari uh, too, and Yes, and Reverend Omari, yes. Just Yes, because you uh, know. Yes, because Shalit, uh, Reverend Fombi. When I first went to Reed Temple, um, my grandmother was a pastor, and well, she was an itinerant elder and um, in the A.M.E. church, so she can't run church, but she's there at a church. And anywho, uh, but like my grandmother, it was something about seeing a woman in the pulpit which growing up when my grandmother became a pastor was a lot of controversy like there were men and families who literally left the church because they were like there shouldn't be a woman in the pulpit and just seeing her with all her fire and for whatever reason when she spoke i always felt like god had told her about me um and that was very difficult and so i just have kind of just followed her everywhere Um, even when she was around the corner from my house, I had to go there for New Year's because every time I go to church for New Year's, my year is right. When I don't go, the one time I did not go to church for New Year's, my year was awful. (laughs)
5: Um,
1: but yeah, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know, um, a friendship without prayer. But what I will say is as children, the prayer comes from, growing up in the church, it's just like, you know, everyone gather around, hold hands, we're gonna pray for each other. But as you become an adult, it has become more important. And where I have seen it grow is when you are going through tough times and you cannot pray for yourself. And you have a friend that just steps up and just says the words, like, you know, like they say Mm -hmm. the words for you, um those moments have been very 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 special mm-hmm. to me yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't look at me like that Courtney I'm not gonna cry so
4: Shoshana is the crier in the group so <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's all right, I, I,
1: right to cry
2: it's,
4: it's all right it
1: is it is I am the expressionist
2: <laughs> group yes I like that
5: I like that I would say one of one of my favorite things about prayer is that um well one we know that prayer is a conversation right and I am one of those people I inherited it from um my father that I uh am constantly talking to God I mean I am the person I'm like do I go left or right here all right, God, so you know which way I need to get to this grocery store. You know whether or not there's traffic to the left or right. That's me, like on every single thing. And um, I think one of the things that I learned is that prayer um, and being in constant conversation, communication with God makes you a smarter person. It makes you a wiser person. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the context of friendships and you really want to be a good friend, you have to be operating from a position of wisdom because Mm -hmm. someone could say something to you and you need to be discerning as to what they're saying to you and whether um, you need to be looking in between the lines of what they're saying Mm -hmm. to because they don't know how to be vulnerable but want to be vulnerable or you know someone who is saying things that are hurtful and instead of seeing you know how they're trying to hurt you you see the pain within them like all of those things come from being in constant conversation with God and so the way that I see prayer in the context of friendship is not just covering your friends, which is very important. Not just being covered by your friends, but like being a friend requires you to be in a position where you're constantly communicating with God so that the things that you're saying are not
1: ruining the people you love the most. Yes, yes, Mm I felt that. Mm -hmm. Could you all be, could you, do you all, could you all be friends? friends not associates but friends with someone who does not pray
2: yeah sure I have been I probably am still Definitely <laughs> I think am. yeah I think about the question you mentioned um kind of as we were chatting before we started recording about the notion of being equally yoked or being unequally yeah. yoked I think that's yeah I think yes um I think to be fair and honest that's how each of us came to know Christ in some capacity we were the friend who didn't know him Mm -hmm. and somebody introduced us to him somebody was kind to us and we saw their light and we asked questions or we got curious and because we were willing to share the gospel share the light share the hope of Christ other people came to know him and they were we were them at a a time and so the idea of not being friends with somebody because they don't know where to find the 23rd Psalm or because they don't know how to pray the Lord's Prayer or because they don't know what communion is or like some of the legalistic things we think about like oh Mm -hmm. you don't know that it's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't know. Neither did you when you first started. So let's mm-hmm. let's slow down and catch each other up. Now, I do think, you know, we do have to be mindful if we have friends who are still way caught up in the world that we might need to be mindful of how much time we're with them and how much influence they have over us because scripture does talk about not throwing your pearls before swine. And so making sure that we're not putting ourselves in spaces that will compromise or have us compromise our faith. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is important as Jesus did to sometimes go into the places where the people are said to be untouchable, to go in and be be present for them, to be light for them, to be joy for them, to be hope for them so that when the tides turn and when God speaks to them and when the timing is appropriate, they can make a shift and they'll ask us questions and they'll be looking for safe space and they'll be looking for love in the right place and we'll be able to extend that to them. And so I do think that there's something about being prayerful, and I think that which Keisha mentioned is great. This notion of this ongoing prayer because God will show us how to go to the, how to go to those places and how to stay safe in those places, mm-hmm. but also when it's time to get up out of those places too, so that we don't overstay our welcome mm-hmm. and undo the goodness of God kind of in those ways. Mm-hmm. That's yeah.
3: I mean. And a part of being the light of the world that the Bible talks about is you can't be light in a room full of light. Cause how how is anybody going to see your light if everybody around you is also light the way light works is when it goes into darkness Mm -hmm. and if you're not willing to go into darkness are you really being a light if you're not willing to put yourself out there if you're not willing to be that example and erica's completely right you don't need to be in a situation where that friend has so much influence on you that you're going to strip clubs with them like oh you know it's fine. I'm being light. I'm in a strip club, light, light, light. Right. No, no, no. That's not what we mean. <laughs> but I think come it's, I think it's super important though, not to be like, I can't be friends with you because you don't know Jesus. Like I know Jesus. Cause how dare we measure how well we know Jesus against other people. And on top of that, we don't really know, like, you don't really know somebody's relationship with God mm-hmm. unless you're with them every day honestly. Yeah, right. I was going to say that um,
0: you don't know who prays and who doesn't. I mean, you may have those conversations. You don't know who's saved and who's not saved. So, you know, we're not the ones to be the judge of that. I definitely think, I feel like I can be friends to anyone. Um, I feel like I can normally get along with anyone. I have friends who are not Christian. I, you know, I know most of my friends that I do talk to, sometimes we do talk about prayer, we talk about church. Um, I have some people that I I just met and they know I go to church and we haven't had really in-depth conversations about prayer or religion, but they, you know, I guess they've already kind of deemed me like, oh, you you go to church and so you're probably not into that, Um, but I can still relate to them. And so, you know, I think definitely, like it was said before you know we are to be that light we are to just separate ourselves. i mean we are to be separate in the world but we're not to you know we're not to be like oh well you're not this so i'm not you know not dealing with you like no that's not how are we going to reach out how are we going to get others saved that do not even know you know Jesus Christ, who don't even feel comfortable going to a church, who may have been scarred by what has happened to them by the church, mm-hmm. so um, I definitely think I could be friends with those who do not pray, like I said, I'm friends with those who um, are also not Christian, and I pray for them, um, because I'm not the judge of, of them, all I could do is, is pray. Um, and uh, just like they may introduce me to their religion, also introduce them as um, God gives me the strength and the wisdom. She,
3: she went to the third heaven, she praying right now.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, so I was gonna jump in here because I've, I, so Christina knows and we've had these conversations about my unique views on friendship.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, So <laughs> this whole idea of whether or not friends need to be equally yoked, kinda, you know, it's one of those questions that I don't I don't really um, answer because to me, like, I guess my thought is like, even as a disciple, right? Um, I can be a friend without the person needing to be friends with me, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I'm called to be a friend to someone but they're not necessarily sure. called to be a friend to me. And so if I'm doing my part, which is I'm just to be a friend without demanding your friendship in return, which I feel like is mm. kind of arrogant, like just because I'm mm. friend to you means you got to be friend to me. Um, and so if if my focus is on serving my purpose in this relationship, then I guess I'm not really looking at whether or not we are equally yoked unless you are about to be my man um, or unless you are about to be someone I consider to be a part of my close circle, right? So taking care that who feeds into me mm-hmm. is uh, is connected to the to the source, connected to the one, so that when mm-hmm. you're feeding into me, you you're not giving me dirty water. Mm-hmm. 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 But like to be a friend, we don't we don't need to have we don't even just need to discuss yoking because mm-hmm. I'm here to serve the purpose that I'm called to you mm-hmm. for. Um, I have I recently acquired a new mentee. And I, it was, so when God like assigns me to someone, like I will see them and he will go, there's your assignment. Like, it's like very clear. And so she was doing something and I was like, oh, okay. I'm called to her. I'd never spoken to her uh, like at all.
3: Kisha don't like people, y'all. She mean at first. I love people. Mean she was mean to loves
2: me. Kisha well,
3: loves
5: people. I was mean to you probably cause you deserved it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, see, exhibit A. I
5: was <laughs> saying like, God is really clear when he calls me to somebody. And so mm-hmm. I reached out to her, not because I expected her, anything from her in return. I only reached out to her because I know that I was called to do so. And it ended up turning into a mentor-mentee relationship. I didn't know what the relationship was supposed to be. I just know that I was supposed to do what God called me to do, which was to reach out and to be whatever for her. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I I approach friendships in that same way. So whether or not somebody calls me a friend, I only know Mm -hmm. I'm assigned to certain people. And that Mm -hmm. assignment doesn't have to be a friendship, a mutual friendship.
3: Mm -hmm. And what Keisha said is really key. Like, I think um, that a lot of times we treat friendships as transactional. Mm -hmm. You do for me and I do for you. Instead Mm -hmm. of going into it like I'm your friend. Just like Jesus served his friends, I'm going to serve you. That doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, their slave or you're going to, they're going to be running, running all over you, but you are there to serve. And I think if you get caught up in the tit for tat that friendships can be, that's not a true girlfriend friendship. Like that's not something that you really want to be a part of. That's not, that's keeping score. That's not a, that's not a deep down friendship because there are going to be times in your friendships where you're able to give more. There are going to be times in your friendships where you can't give anything because right now you're so tapped out. And if you have a transactional friendship, those times when you're dried up, you're not going to be able to go to that other person. Cause then they're going to be like, well, well, you didn't have time for me last week. So I don't have time for you now deuces. And that's not a real friend.
1: Yeah, I like the idea that I hear a lot of times in leadership, like you're talking about transactional versus transformational. Mm-hmm. And throughout this conversation, I always think in 2017, I like, I, I, I didn't turn away from God, but I turned away from religion um, because I just I just started having a lot of questions. And I really asked God to show me, I asked him to show himself in everyday things, if that makes sense, not just like the routine that we learn in terms of religion, go to church, be in the choir, whatever. And so, through that, that was really transformational. And that happened in my friendships. And so, the idea, just like you were saying, Keisha and Chris, well, everyone was saying around, you know, you may, you, someone who might not pray, they can show God to me in an action. You know, they may not know that it was an answer to my prayer. They may know, they may not know that God is speaking through them to me, but I recognize it because I recognize God and I know the relationship that I have with him. And vice versa, you know, I may not speak, quote unquote, prayer to them, you know, but what I may do or what I bring to that relationship does that. Because as you all saying, like we are light. Um, And so... Yes, but I will say I do appreciate my friends who speak what I would say the same language <laughs> as me um, because you're, I'm able to connect. You know, It's the same as like when I went to look for a therapist. One of the things that I was looking for was a Christian-based therapist um, because as I grow in my spirituality, I want someone who can speak to me you know, in that way, you know, and it's not, I I don't know, I might've, I might've had the same, I guess, um, progress or relationship with my therapist if they weren't Christian, but I don't know, but I knew at that time for what I, I needed someone who could really, in addition to all the clinical, um, you know, methodology and all of that, Mm -hmm. I needed someone who could really speak some words into me
2: that's I so good is, that's yes, so it's good. So cool. <laughs> I've seen the difference where I've had clients who have not wanted to engage their faith for whatever reason and I'm respectful of that we reach a point and it's like oh if we could just pray oh if we if they were open to oh and mm-hmm. so I'm like well they said no and so I'm not going to push but then I've seen literally a similar place for other clients clients who are engaging their faith and it's like we jumped this hurdle because we are Christian and so we can talk about how to engage our faith around this so what scriptures we can look to or what verses we can memorize or what mantras we can pull from scripture or what we can do to like all the ways we can engage our faith and that is certainly the difference maker for some clients in therapy is the ability to engage their faith in the process as you suggested with all the psychology with all the understandings of you know um, different you know modes of therapy adding faith has been like a, a major game changer for some clients. And so I'm happy that you mentioned that because I think we, people think, well, I don't need my, my therapist to be Christian because that's not what I'm going to them. And I get that because some people are too churchy, even in the this, 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 yeah. uh, mental health realm. Some people can just be too, Everything Jesus. It's like no Jesus and therapy and some medication when necessary and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all these other pieces. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's great that you highlight that for those who are interested in finding a therapist to just make sure we're mindful that God wants to engage our spirit too. It's not just a heart thing, it's okay. not just a mind thing, but it's a total, you know, a holistic approach to wellness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. That's
4: all I can say. Cause that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I'm learning, I'm figuring out if that is important to me or not as I continue to grow. Like the term of being equally yoked and all of that, like I think as I grow in my in life and in my friendships, I think it. I'm learning how important that is to each friendship, but also to me and how I interact with my friends. Like I've definitely had friends in the past that were not, <laughs> we were not on the same page. Um, and I definitely have friends who, I we do speak um, a similar language, so I think I'm learning as I'm listening to all of you, I'm also learning like things about myself in this and like how I interact and engage with my friendships and what does that, what does that mean for me and what is that important for me moving forward? I think as I grow, it's important to know that and to have that in my friendships. Um, But I'm not, I'm also not discounting the friends that are not, we don't speak the same language all the time.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm
4: -hmm. yeah
1: definitely yeah because i'm that friend that's going to listen to like a sermon and i will text it because they'll say something and i'm like "Mm, that's for this person you know what i mean like i was listening to uh sarah Jakes robert on on sunday and she had a sermon called um girl get up and she did it for another church but in that it's like she was just talking about how like really you have to like repair the little girl in yourself because you know you today are there are people and legacies and generations that are connected to you and in that she was asking like to pray and I was really praying for like the women in my life um and that is really important to me and I just thought about how um she was she was then talking about like, gener- like how your elders, even those that have gone on, you know, how they prayed for you and how even in the spiritual realm, they are still interceding on your behalf. And I was just thinking about when I was praying for my friends and um, like the women in my family, I was just like, wow, there are times when I don't even know that they're praying for me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if they're praying this hard, you know, just how much that has probably even layered a, an extra protection or some extra energy or strength. Just like Christina said, for those times when I don't have it, and I'm very honest with my friends, like I will tell them straight up, like I, I, I don't have anything in my cup, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't have anything. <laughs> like I'm depleted right now, I just I can't give it. Um, and I appreciate that I have friends that are like, okay, well, that's poor, you know, I'll give you some of mine, you know, to keep, um, to keep you going. And that, that, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, that is really important.
4: I will also say, I think having friendships, having the space in your friendships to be open about prayer and faith and all of that is helpful. Um, I do think that it creates an additional support that you may not get in other friendships just to be able to be vulnerable in that space like for me like a while ago in the beginning of my like faith journey being able to say i'm not i don't really know that much about this but i know this and i have the space to be honest about my faith and like my struggle like my past struggles with it and how i am now and all of that so i do think having that support and that additional layer of foundation to be able to pray and talk about faith in that in that sense with your friends is important
2: You mentioned the key word, I think that prayer requires, group prayer, prayer within friendship, requires vulnerability. Like you have to be willing to say, I don't know something, I need something, I'm believing God for something, I'm trusting God for something, I'm not sure about something. So there's this opportunity to acknowledge that I need help, I need support. And then to invite your friends, your sister girls, your people who love you, who care for you, who you've had other experiences with, to be able to kind of, as we've already stated, kind of engage each other's faith in that moment to say, hey, well, let's pray. Another thing that prayer does, we didn't talk about it, but this, I've been in places with friends at a time, um, more so past friends than current friends, if I'm honest. But we've, I've been in spaces with friends and, you know, that little, the little G comes in there gossip and people start talking about he and kicking about so-and-so who's not there. And I have gotten the Lord, the Lord used me. Let me say that because I can't speak I can't say it was me. The Lord was like, sis, shut this down. And I was like, wow, because I felt bad. Like I was like, I don't want to be a part of this conversation. I love this person. We have good times with her. She's not here. And people are just going in on sis. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't sit quietly, like I wasn't there. Like, I know I'm hearing all of this and I'm offended. Holy Spirit said, shut it down. And I was like, what do I do? Holy Spirit was like, say everybody, let's pray. And so I was like, that's weird. <laughs> was like we sitting there, like, <laughs> okay, everybody, let's pray. And I was like, you for real, Holy Spirit. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I was like, okay, so we here, we're talking about sis and sis is not here. And I don't like how this is going. So let's just pray. And they all, not all, like a few of them looked at me crazy. Like side eyes, like what? And I was like, "Yeah, let's just pray." And so we joined hands and we prayed for sis. And then Holy Spirit said, mm, "Don't just pray for her. Pray for the people at this table who think it's okay that this will be acceptable to call yourselves mm. friends and mm. to talk about somebody that you call mm. a friend the way you're talking about her." Mm. And I remember feeling like, "But I, I don't want to be the person that like look we looks weird because I'm like taking a stand." But God was like, "If you're this person's friend, that's what friends do." Yeah. Mm. Yes. And I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right, Jesus, you're right, you're right. So I did. I prayed for sis who wasn't there, and then I prayed for each of us by name and prayed that we would be the kind of friend who would stop a conversation where our friend was being bashed, that we would stop a conversation where it was looking like it was gonna go left. And mm-hmm. if that didn't work, to get up and leave, like to to shift the atmosphere by removing yourself from that space. And so mm-hmm. I remember the few times where I felt the push from the Holy Spirit to do those things and how it shifted the atmosphere. And I can't say that they didn't talk about me next time they got together or that I didn't get invited the next time. I don't know, maybe not. But I was intentional in those moments to honor the voice of God speaking to me in that moment, to honor this person who was not there to speak up for herself. And then not to pretend that I could continue in those spaces with them and allow them to engage in that behavior. Because it's kind of like, you know, we've all heard the stories. And if not, you've seen it on social media where people are like, yeah, so-and-so was talking about you. Like, are you just sat there? Like, right. mm, yep. you're telling yeah. me. Like, tell you why this. they like, feel so like, comfortable. Yeah, don't tell right. me they why felt- they felt comfortable mm-hmm. saying, saying it. Saying it around you. Mm-hmm. So okay. being the friend who will allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you in those moments, to break up the monotony of some of the things that women can get caught up in um, and to shift the gear and to change, to change the, change the whole trajectory of conversations in a way that is really beneficial. And then again, I think those people then, you know, see you differently and they know that certain conversations Conversations can't happen around Mm. you because the Holy Spirit will use you to shut it down. Yes. Mm.
4: Amen.
2: Amen. Yes. Amen.
1: Yes. You know what else I've appreciated about Courtney and Christy, and I'm sure you all see it in your friendship as well, is that um, there are things that I may have been praying heavily for that I stopped praying for. And I just appreciate my girls for continuing to pray for me for those things that's it that's the tweet that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do I do I do because that's a part of friendship too I think some I think someone said it earlier just around like you know there you want to pray for your friends for things they're asking but also like you know have your discernment to know the difference and things but when we talk about just intercessory prayer sometimes you just stop and it's and it's just because like you just you lose faith mm-hmm. honestly and that has been the biggest blessing of having a sister a sisterhood that that prayer exists you know because you have those moments where you lose faith and your friends just remind you like nope we still gonna pray about it we still yeah. gonna claim it, you know what I mean? Like, 2019 was your year. No, okay. 2020 is gonna be a year. Nope, okay. 2021 is gonna be a year, you know. And I just really, um, I really appreciate that part, um, because you just sometimes it bugs you because you're just like, girl, I don't stop, you know. But you know that the you may have stopped speaking it, you know, but you but your desires have not stopped and so I pray for this Mm. the the anchor and the the backup (laughs) for for those things too
3: I mean I think it's it's so important because my theme for 2020 was keep hope alive and um like my journey with getting my son was it's so funny because we did we did a series called not therapy and theology Christianity and counseling there we go At the beginning of the year and I, the beginning of 2020, I was so, um, hopeless in the child realm that I was hiding behind gratitude for everything else. And one of my good big sisters was just like, girl, you so obsessed with gratitude that you're not, you're hiding behind it and not tapping into the thing that you really want and you really desire. And you hiding behind it is not going to help you manifest the thing that God has promised you in your life. So then I was like, you know what? Keep hope alive is going to be the thing for 2020. And I talked a lot about hope and ding, baby showed up on my doorstep, literally. And it's, but it's those friends that can call you out and be like, I know you want this. And I know that you said, God promised you this. So we're gonna hope for you even yeah. when you've lost it. And I think that hope and that prayer is what keeps friendships really, al- the, those deep friendships alive. And I think group prayer really does strengthen a friendship. Um, I can think back to a time that Keisha and I were holding hands, bawling crying at a Sarah J's conference. So that was one of the best conferences I've ever went to because me and Keisha like left at all the great parts. We were just like, "Okay, we're tired. <laughs> we're going back to the hotel." Conference was in the middle of it, like you know, we just—I I couldn't I hang. Was al- I was also freshly pregnant. So.
1: Yeah, you were I like, cool. said, I, I, think, I, I, listened, "I listened to you all recap." <laughs>
3: it was—it was amazing. Sis,
1: sis was pregnant and sleepy.
3: Okay. <laughs> I looked at Keisha. I was like, "You ready to go?"
5: She's like, "Yes." <laughs> It was an amazing, amazing conference.
3: It, it, it really was. And at one point we were, um, you were instructed to pray for the person that was sitting next to you. And we were really engaging in deep prayer. And I don't really remember what we said. I think I prayed that Keisha didn't get a black net because I think she was obsessed with that at that point um (laughs) when she was pregnant (laughs) and I'm sure she prayed for me to have have a child too but I just remember the feeling of being holding hands with my sister and crying and just asking God for what was really on our hearts and it was like we were already friends we had already started the podcast but I think that that moment really took it to the next level uh, we, here we are investing in our friendship, investing in our, in, in our own spiritual lives and really taking the time out to pray for each other, other and covering each other in such a meaningful way.
5: I will say this, that, you know, that I trust you if I ask you to pray for me. Yes. Cause I don't ask everybody to pray for me. Nor should <laughs> you. <laughs> right? If you can't really be sure where people are sending prayers but I'm just saying that, like especially if I'm like hey I'm going through this I just need you to pray for me or if I don't even tell you what I'm going through and I'm just like hey can you just just send one up for your girl because she is on struggle bus um and it just feels so good to be able to have those friendships that you can do that with and I feel extremely privileged when somebody does that with me Mm -hmm. because prayer is so intimate, so intimate. Um, you are, you're peeling back the layers and exposing like the deep, dark parts of your heart, like the, the scary parts, the the parts that you can't say out loud when someone prays for you because you never know what God is going to say to them than say to you. So it really is a, a moment of vulnerability. Um, and I, I wish more people um, uh, considered not the seriousness is not the word that I'm looking for, but like the responsibility of prayer, um, Mm -hmm. that it is, it it is, it's yes, it's serious, but more so it it is such an extreme act of intimacy that just like you wouldn't take someone, someone's heart You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take your spouse's heart or your partner's heart and throw it on the ground and stomp it. You can't do that when somebody asks you to pray for them. Mm -hmm. So don't treat it lightly, like treat it for the, the, the value that it is, that it is life-changing and like, you could Mm -hmm. be speaking directly to what someone is going through because of what God deposits in you. You have no
1: idea.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: That's that vulnerability. Because, yes, like, yeah, if I, the same thing, if I, yes, this is, we, for me, it, it takes a lot for me to be vulnerable. So, um, yes, I appreciate having friends that I can be 100 with. Um, 1,000 with? 1,000? Yeah.
2: I thought this was the
1: 1,000 club. I can be 1,000 with. Yeah. 1, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I appreciate that. And I think also adding the prayer in there has, has helped me to be 1000 with God. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. They have held me accountable, <laughs> you know, and like you said, sometimes when they're praying for you and they're hoping for you, yeah, they hold you accountable to, to also be 1000 with God. Um, and, uh, yes <laughs> and that has been a great journey of getting getting to a place where i can be 1000 with god i mean where i can be 1000 with god i mean on god's side he already knows what it is you know but <laughs> but um on my side just fully being vulnerable you know um it, it's 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 like yeah it's just another level another level mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, does anyone have any final thoughts for this conversation?
2: Get you some friends that pray. Hello, And if you don't, if you already have friends that are solid friendships, sometimes the way to get them to pray is to say, hey, before we leave, before we get off the Zoom call, before we hang up for my girls. that before we whatever, let's pray it doesn't have to be deep you only not need oil you only sheets you only not need why need to buy no music you only <laughs> not need nothing fancy you just need to like you know i'm just saying you know some people think you got to go all the way into prayer it could just be like christina
5: you. you need to set the atmosphere yes
2: mm-hmm. and you do you I'm need to atmosphere. set the atmosphere no but christina but I mean, want music
3: christina. no i want to okay wait so when i get in the mood <laughs> I need to listen to music. I need to listen to that sexy music that gets me in the mood to get in the mood. mood Same thing with Jesus. I need to listen to that Jesus music to get me in the mood, settle my spirit. (laughs) I can feel him all over me. That's how I get in the mood for Jesus. And we send it back
5: to Erica. Go ahead.
3: (laughs)
2: <laughs> what I was saying, right? Back to me. So what I was saying is no. I mean, yes, I do agree that there is definitely a time and a place for mood. But I also think, in order to keep things not so much lighthearted, but to meet us where we are, sometimes it is just to say, hey, girls, I really appreciate you. Let's have a word of prayer. Something really simple it doesn't have to be super deep. It doesn't even have to be a long prayer. It can just be, God, I'm thankful for these women that I call friends. I'm grateful for the safe space to share, to have a good time, to laugh, whatever. In Jesus' name, amen. Like it doesn't have to be super, super deep. I need you know any big words, but that can be a model for how we continue to have that small act of kindness, that small act of faith to become a thing. When we get together, that's always an expectation that we're not just gonna hang up anymore. We're not just gonna say, okay, bye. We're gonna like have a moment where we say, hey, let's pray. And maybe it'll be the same person every time or maybe we'll get courageous and we'll take turns or maybe somebody who's developing their faith will say can i pray today and we'll say yes and we'll excite you know, we'll, we'll slice them up while they build their prayer life but it doesn't happen we talk about faith being developed in community, and that's one of the great benefits of friendship: is that our faith can continue to grow, as Scripture says, "Every round goes higher." Or people say that. I don't know if that's in scripture, but every round goes higher, and so this side down. is was like, "Hold on, wait, is that really in the Bible? You got to watch yourself." You'd be like, "That's that's not in the Bible. I Google it real People quick, say, "Right." <laughs> <laughs> what translation though? Like what translation that? Like that's Hezekiah
3: two sixteen. <laughs> okay.
2: All right, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for the for the preacher's wife, amen, the so pastor's wife. So yes, but being intentional though to be mindful of those moments to infuse faith and prayer and our friendships in small ways that can grow over time. Such that when somebody right. has an, you know, um, as we might call a real prayer need in quotes, they would feel comfortable bringing that to the group because this is a group that has prayed together even at a surface level. You don't start real deep prayer without hitting the surface first. And so you build Mm -hmm. that practice Mm -hmm. over time and it becomes more natural, more rhythmic, feels like a more safe space. And then you go to the, I need God to heal my body in this specific way after you've had the I'm thankful for my friendships relationship kind of prayer. Mm -hmm. That's a benefit over time.
3: You know, who does the best prayers to be having breathing in and out like you do in Lamaz class, Erica she got the best y'all the hands, hands down really,
2: thank you
5: <laughs> you missed miss it at the beginning when they were like oh okay you pray and I looked right at Erica and I said you better do- I was
2: like are you looking <laughs> at me <laughs> I see you I brother see you, you better do
5: my me. breathe and breathe out thank you very much she,
2: she said I, I the breathe she breathe out. Say that.
3: she did say I better but so, I think yes. it's also because sometimes the people who have the calmest like spirits when they pray Mm-hmm. I, I you know I'm born and raised in a black church so I love a good hoop and holler but sometimes you need that small still voice
4: mm-hmm.
3: that is gonna just touch you in the soft spot of your heart where you'll be like okay god this is you talking to me right in this moment yes. and I just love when she prays that's just me so not saying you have to pray right now because it's ain't my podcast and I can't take it over but I'm just saying I love when Erica prays
1: yes and Erica's <laughs> going to pray
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> she is <laughs> i he's yeah.
1: going to pray us out. <laughs> um. Um. Uh. But before we do that, we have a couple more items on the agenda. But yes, and are you? You're going to do the breathing? All. All the walkers. Yes, she well, will. I've.
2: I've been. Yes, I've been. Um. Yes. Yes. I've been bound will. told yes. that that okay. is what I must do. So <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> on it. Mm-hmm. He's just
4: okay. speaking
2: to
4: me
5: through. You know, he's just speaking through. Yes, yeah,
2: speaking to me through you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate that's what it.
5: friends are for
2: I appreciate God and the vessel thank you friend <laughs>
5: <That's what
2: laughs> and other friend for saying that I should pray thank you both I appreciate you, you both.
1: see you see we were equally <laughs> yoked right there I
2: appreciate that <laughs> I love y'all so much
1: really rules. it's been you know motioned and second right mm-hmm.
2: yes <laughs> oh my goodness sound like a whole AME meeting praise the lord <laughs>
1: girl what a raise can't help it
4: So usually after our segment, we always do what are we grateful for or what, who is on 1000 this week? Um, So in kicking it off, I will start in sharing based on this conversation in line with our topic, shout out, and I'm grateful for all of the friendships that allow you to be vulnerable, be yourself, to pray with you to support you, um, to be there. So shout out to those friendships, everyone listening who has that friendship. I want to big up that friendship. I want to big up the friendships on the podcast and everyone here. I think it's amazing that, you know, we can create that space and have that vulnerability with our friends. I don't think we talk about it enough. So I want to say I'm grateful for that. Um, Christy, do you want to go next?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm grateful for growth, for spiritual growth Uh, since I've moved to Chicago um, and I've joined a new church. I've uh, definitely increased my Christian education. I didn't really go to Bible study or Sunday school. Um, And so now I'm doing that. Uh, almost every Wednesday every Sunday so and I've um, taken some classes this year which have really uh, really contributed to my spiritual growth this year and I still have a ways to go we're always growing but um, I'm very grateful for that it's definitely brought me through this year yes
1: yes you got a master theologian over there too
4: Hello.
0: Yes, I do. I, I'm, I'm certainly blessed to have that. But yes. I don't rely on him too much. I gotta do learning for myself.
1: Yes. So. <laughs>
4: um
1: I am grateful for a couple of things. Uh, first, I wanna I want I am grateful for my coworker friends. Uh, that I worked with in my last position because they were unexpected prayer partners. I'm thankful for uh, First Baptist of Glen Arden for inviting me. Mm, That's my former church. I know that's Christy's old (laughs) church. Um, To their new year revival uh, because that opened up an opportunity for me like I said to fellowship with co-workers in a different way um, and I never had that, I'm usually, I'm like very like, this is my job, y'all are my work people, you guys, we're not friends, you don't follow me. Like, (laughs) and so to be in that position where um, we're in church and we are praying for each other, we are, and like I said, I'm the expressionist, so I will let out a holler if I need to, you know, I will hit a step if I need to. And so being able to have that experience with coworkers was was it has been awesome, especially in an environment where I was just like totally overworked and stressed. And then um, as Courtney said, I just want to thank all of my friends for being here through 2020. And lastly, Christina, you start off my year, as you know, with your post. Like I screenshot it and I saved it on my phone because yes. it was exactly the accountability I needed. And mm-hmm. so I appreciate God for using you to be vulnerable on Facebook because, you know, with all the algorithms and things, you never know what you're going to see, <laughs> right? Like, like, you just never know what you're going to see. And I just happened to see that post and I was just like, I was a mess. I was I was literally a mess. I literally had to pull my car over because I was Aww. just like, I was bawling because that was exactly the accountability so I thank God just for the spaces that we have that allow us to like pour into people that you don't even know you know with like the podcast and you with your therapeutic work like you just never know I mean like you just you just never know and so we didn't have these spaces to listen and to share I I don't I don't know I mean I'm sure God's gonna find you wherever he needs to um Mm -hmm. But I definitely appreciate appreciate the space um, and whatever Facebook's algorithm was that was
4: like, <laughs> oop, right there uh, for me. It wasn't Amen.
1: Facebook; that was God. He put that right on your page. That was—I mean, page. <laughs> and, oh, and the thing is, I was just—I was literally struggling with it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like right in that moment, and you know, I'm not supposed to be texting and driving or reading and driving. And I was scrolling, and boom, and it was just—I mean, like I said, I had—I couldn't even see. I was just the Lord was like, mm-hmm. uh uh-huh. that post, that post, just about yes, yes, and burying it in gratitude. That was very mm-hmm. down deep. That and also just, just, just achievement as well. Um, yeah, that is where I like to bury it deep, mm-hmm. deep, deep so
3: cover it with pride which is never a good thing yes exactly you can't cover nothing with pride right exactly so amen so I'll go next I am grateful for 2020 I know a lot of people are like 2020 is terrible 2020's been trash but um I will say 2020 is a year that God really showed me who he was in more than one way um he showed me what I didn't need he showed me what everything will look like stripped down. He showed me what discipline looks like when everything else is gone. He showed me what a new facet of myself looks like through my son. Like that, Christina 3.0 is not Christina 2.0, and 3.0 was great. So I need to lean into 3.0. But it's it's you if you don't learn the lessons from the year that you are exiting from you're not going to be able to walk in the fullness of the year you are entering into. And Mm -hmm. a part of what I say in 2019 is the 2020 Christina needs 2019 Christina. Like she needed all of the heartbreak, all of the disappointments, all of the lessons that were learned in order to go into 2020, learning what God needs her to learn, me to learn in 2020. So I feel like I thank God for this year. And if you're looking for every year to be This year is amazing. This year, there is something amazing about every year. There is something you learn about every year. You may not get everything that you think you need, but you'll get everything that God says, I'm going to deposit into you this year. So I'm thankful for 2020. Maybe a controversial opinion, but that's just me.
2: I'm also thankful for 2020. (laughs)
5: Yeah, no, I'm also thankful for 2020, primarily because 2020 was the year that my daughter was brought Earthside. So, I mean, I'm never going to talk bad about 2020. I I understand all the terrible things that have happened. Um, But my my daughter came Earthside and um, Trump got voted out. So I am (laughs) reaching for the positive things of 2020. Um, But I would say that I am grateful um, for uh, learning learning to sit in uncomfortable learning to sit in discomfort um that's what 2020 has been um I started therapy this year I gave birth this year I um gained new friendships I had to put friendships on hold I had to learn to sit in discomfort this year Mm -hmm. Uh, not just in the world but in my own personal um in my own personal life Mm -hmm. and so um I think learning to sit in that space and not to expect anything from it, um, has been a great moment of growth for me and I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for the journey.
2: That's where I'm at. Yes. Yes. I am grateful for, um, quality relationships like across the board, my marriage, I'm super grateful um, for my relationship with my little one and little girl, grateful for that relationship and grateful for my friendships for sure. And then also um, kind of in light of 2020 being all that it has been, right? 2020 is a whole sentence by itself. You just say 2020 and that means everything to a lot of people, (laughs) (laughs) right? but grateful for the clinical space I've been able to occupy in 2020, being able to hold space for people. Holding space for people has always been a part of my job, like that's what clinicians do. But in the year 2020, it was um, a great reminder that the space I hold, I need to be held for me. And I'm so grateful for not only the realization of that, but the manifestation of that beyond the walls of therapy. Because I do have a therapist, amen, praise Jesus, hallelujah. God bless my therapist in Jesus' name. That is my prayer and I make it by faith, amen. 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 (laughs) I'm grateful for that relationship, but I'm also grateful for the ways that God has allowed the women in my life, particularly to show up for me in moments that I needed the most when I wasn't really aware of it. The times that I needed them to call and they did or FaceTime and they did or text me and they did or whatever it was. Um, so I'm just grateful for relationships across the, the broadest stroke in my life. Um, and also really grateful for my faith because it has anchored me in days and times when I needed to hold space. And simultaneously, like in the same moment, I need somebody to hold space for me. And God held me while I held space. And so I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for that faith relationship in Him so that until I could connect with the people that hold space for me, He held on to me and then also sent those people at just the right times. And so I'm grateful for all of that um, in the year 2020.
1: Yes. Can I also do just a special shout out to? The therapists, especially the black women therapists, yes. all like, yes. y'all can't. You're saving lives. Yes. 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 Saving yes. lives. Killing it. Yes. Saving lives. Bless all of us. Yes, you all came through this year. So that's my therapist. Mm-hmm. Love you, girl. Okay. I'm not right. going to say your name because I need my appointments. <laughs> right. right, okay. But you know, all <laughs> have really, oh my gosh. Like, I just think I got a new therapist this year. And I was nervous because um when I started therapy in 2019, I only had i think once i went through the you know putting all my filters and i had two options and only one called me back <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and thankfully you know she was great um but i was looking for something different and i was so happy that during covid i ended up with like 10 options this time you know after the filters i don't know if the virtual um space allowed you all to have more clients or what but. I am so thankful because it has, I know it has been a lot just on you all be, as just Black women going through 2020 with everything, but then also to find space to pour out still. Um, yes, I appreciate
2: that. So thank you. Thank you for <laughs> the shout out. I say thank you for us. Thank you. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you
1: um so uh erica's gonna close out in prayer but we also we do want to remind you and i keep looking i'm sorry erica i just gotta address this i keep looking at the back of your background with the it is well with my soul mm-hmm. and that has been my song for this year mm-hmm. like my reminder whatever my lot god has taught me to say it is well it is well with my soul and so Yes, I just really want to address. I just thank you for that, um, and that's a good way to <laughs> remind you all <laughs> that uh, we are here every other Thursday on YouTube, so you can watch us and watch our beautiful mm. guests um, on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. I said them right, right? Okay, okay. I'm I'm, I'm the YouTube personnel, and uh, Christy and Courtney they handle the the the, the podcast. <laughs> So you can find us every other Thursday. This episode today, when you are listening to it, is December seventeenth, and we are so happy that uh, Shakisha, Christina, and Erica have been able to join the club with us. Like, subscribe, comment, follow us on all social media platforms at One Thousand Club Life. Follow Mary and Martha Podcast at mary martha podcast right are y'all mary
2: mary and martha podcast
1: oh it's mary and martha okay okay okay. mary and martha podcast and erica is your life's well at your life's well
2: you
1: got it yes um can you show us the book one more time yes i have it handy this
4: time
2: yes yes
1: yes Yes. purchase her book over me um you can go to her page uh Mm -hmm. you have a link to it in in your
2: bio and yes, then it also
1: is. it's on Amazon. So click the, the Kindle
2: button. version is on Amazon. Yes. Yes. Ooh, Wait, I like a Kindle. The Kindle version mm-hmm. is on Amazon. Oh, it's the, not the hard copy. No, the hard copy, you need to come to the website ww.lifeswell right. shop. And right now, if you okay. enter their little promo code, you can buy two and get a little discount. So yeah, save a few coins for the holidays.
4: Oh, I can buy one for me mm-hmm. and one for somebody else. Yes. that's A nice
2: stocking stuffer.
1: That's yes. gonna be your, uh, your, your holiday gift, okay? Oh, okay, thank so, I'll you. Go. I'll do that because I want one. Um, well, <laughs>
2: I'm gonna someone- buy one for someone else, yeah. Okay,
1: what's the
2: thank code? What's the code? The code is buy two, it's buy two. two, B Y W, the word to. T O T W O. Don't make me spell okay. it. yeah. B Y T W O. That
4: was
2: funny. I was <laughs> gonna text you, that's because like, you're tired, like, it's okay.
4: It gets, it gets <laughs> It's
1: okay. And we'll be sure to put all the handles and the codes um, in the descriptions of this episode. So you'll be able to, you'll be able to follow. And uh, just for clarification, her book is not just for couples. It's it is also hot. for singles. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, we need to be challenged or, you know, just to make sure that we're prepared. And there are things that we have to ask ourselves and work on within ourselves before we can join with someone else um and so
4: well stated uh, yeah. yes I'm get I, that book because i'm praying for my man to come so let me get my life together so God on.
3: manifest Oh my God! Kesha, go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> go to bed. I love that is
4: man of it.
1: it. Negative. Do not use it. that.
3: Negative. <laughs> that is. That was not of God. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, not yeah. of God. That was man, a. Man, that was I of fast. Fast. That was tired. Be a
2: whole <laughs> I love it. I'm hating on me, Christina.
3: That was oh, not is, from the is, Lord. That was from your flesh. <laughs> that was from, go to go to bed.
1: <laughs> um, is there anything else that we can expect from you ladies going into 20, uh, 2021?
2: More greatness. Just trusting God to do even more, to show us more of ourselves, more of him in us as he pushes us into the spaces he wants us to be, to shine light and share his love and all of that good stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing more clients and empowering more women of color and more couples of color and teaching us to take good care of ourselves and all that good stuff. That's what you can look for for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Me too. Same. I'm going to piggyback. <laughs> I'm going piggyback on Erica's bloop.
3: <laughs>
4: I was going to say bloop.
5: same, but not on the therapist side, but on the estate planning side. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Growing good. in my field, my chosen That's field,
4: mm-hmm.
5: and loving on uh, the people, mostly mm-hmm. black women, because uh, shout out to the home team. Um, but yeah, loving God's people, growing, Learning to love discomfort more and more because of what it teaches us, Um, and more opportunities to connect with people and hold space for these kind of conversations.
1: Love it. Hey, um, so. Erica. Go ahead and go
5: ahead and breathe in and
1: breathe out, sis. Breathe in. Yes,
2: yes. yes, yes. <laughs> you know do it.
5: Keep us together. Yes, Y'all do don't put it.
2: the ball all the way up in the ceiling. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: okay. Now, let me
5: just suggest that when she's saying breathe out, put yourself on mute so you're not like Christina and breathing out at the wrong time. And just let Erica's voice be heard.
1: So just,
4: just let me know
3: Let me go. Pro <laughs> tip. That's pro tip.
1: Yes. And um, Erica, just pre- yes. we're on camera, but just pretend you're on the Mary and Martha podcast. So just as you tell, as you're telling us, what to do. There are people who can't see us,
2: I right. maybe- Understood. Yes, <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" But I got it. Okay, <laughs> let us pray. All right, Keisha, you giving me directives. I appreciate it. Let us pray. In this moment, we inhale the peace of God, and we exhale worry. We inhale the love of God and we exhale fear. We inhale the presence of God and we exhale self. God, in this divinely planned moment, we say thank you. We thank you for this safe and sacred virtual space that you've allowed us to create that allows us to discuss the intricacies and the intimacies of what it means to share prayer in our friendships. We're thankful for each woman that is present on this platform, this moment, this time, but also for those who are listening when they tune in. We pray God that the words of our mouths and meditations of our heart have already been acceptable in your sight and will meet our sisters right at their area of need. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless those of us who have healthy quality sister friendships, the spaces where we can be open and transparent, can be honest and vulnerable, can say, sis, this hurts. Sis, I'm in need. Sis, I'm not feeling so well. Sis, I need you to look after me. Sis, I need you to pray for me. I pray, God, that though for those of us that have those spaces, that we will not take them for granted, but that we will reach out to that sister and we'll say thank you. And maybe we'll send her an old school snail mail card where we write the words of our heart, so that she knows while she's still living that we see her, that we value her, that we love her and that we have been seen by her and felt valued by her and felt loved by her. I pray God for those women who may be listening who don't yet know what it is to have a safe space and friendship with women. I pray in the name of Jesus that you do the healing and restorative work that is necessary so that when you send said women into their space, they will see them and appreciate them and receive them as your gift to them. For certainly each of us can speak to the love of a man in some capacity or season of our lives, but there is nothing and I mean nothing like a good girlfriend relationship. And so God, we pray that you would breathe upon our sister friendships and that you would allow great things to come of them. May we be the sister we're looking for. May we be the sister someone has been to us and may we continue to honor you in and through this legacy of what it means to love like you. Our sisters continue to bless each of the other relationships that you've called us to, whether we are partnered or not, whether we are parenting or not. Help us to remember that being with you is always more than enough. So, God, we thank you for this time you've allowed us to spend, and we ask that you continue to bless us, cover us, and keep us from now until we meet again. This is our sincere prayer, and we make it by faith. In the strong and the matchless name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Our soul says amen. 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 Ooh, that felt good. That did. That did. That did. That
1: did. did. I'm glad I'm recording that, because we're going to have to... Oh, and I'm going
0: back and play that. Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> breathe
5: it all out, all hard. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I tell you to use the mute button. Yes, I yeah. love that.
1: Thank yes. you. Yes, but she said, she said, Lord, breathe life. She said, I was like, Lord? <laughs> yes. Lord, Thank is you. that you? No, it's the HVAC. So right. I was still you, Lord. <laughs> <Okay. All right. laughs> you not gonna judge
5: me when you're replaying this and you see me open my eyes a little bit every now and then because you know what I'm saying. I'm down in the basement. This sounds down here. So I was you
1: know, like, me too, oh so, me too. And I was like that too. I was like, <laughs>
5: Hello, so, just, hopefully, I wasn't really on the screen. Hopefully, yeah.
1: oh, we're all on the screen. So like, <laughs> I think so it's so a grade, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
2: <laughs> it's all right that's all right you gave the disclaimer right after it's okay that's fine yes. this was fun yes. well, we yes. thank, thank, you that. So thank you all so much thank you all for the invitation yes yeah. thank you this was everything everything it's yes. much, yes. much needed much and needed and on
4: that note 1000 club out
2: peace thank see you me. next time